Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Joe camera and John Ritchie. Hey, Twitter poll question of the day. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet closer than you think. Twitter poll question, do you blame Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen for putting Hurts in a position to get injured? A, yes, B, no. Certainly any athlete can get injured at any time that they play, but I think we do know that the more you put a quarterback in the position in the line of fire, with running the ball, the more likely he is to get injured. So we'll see where the voting results of that one go as we move through the show. Let's go to Chris in Middletown right now. Christopher. John. Chris. Christopher. Uh, Mr. Muppet Weasel. Hey, Chrissy. Here we go again. Another big injury. Well, maybe not. I shouldn't say so big, but another injury. Hello, Chris. Listen. First of all, stop throwing James under the bus. He's not soft like you. When you're like, oh, John can take hits, but James and I, he's not soft. He's not a damn right. Chris, like Chris. I got my face ripped open, and I was back at work in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, but Chris, if that Bears defensive yeah, lineman angry, fell on Seltzer. Week off. Nah, we won't yeah. see Seltzer until January 2nd if that Bears guy fell on him. No way. No I woke yeah. up, with, I slept weird this the last night. I got sympathy pains. My shoulder's <laughs> killing me today, Joe. I'm here. Uh, All right, Chris, what do you got for us? Talk, talk to me. Hey, listen, so two things with the Eagles. First of all, let's address the Hurts thing, and then I want to get to something that, unfortunately, the Hurts thing is distracted us from really getting into, but um, the Hurts thing. First of all, I agree with James, of course, because James is a smart guy. It's, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, I'm not worried that, hey, is he going to be a little rusty? The great thing with him is he's a multidimensional quarterback. So he gives you so many different things. He's not just a passer. He can run. Yeah. He's smart with his head. So I'm really not overly concerned. We got to, So many people have said it. We need to win one of three. And we have locked up the first round. I'm going to make a prediction, though. We're going to go into a Gardner win this weekend because Dallas is not that good. And according to Micah Parsons, Jalen Hurts isn't a big part of our team either. So, you know, it's more <laughs> than team. So – I think we're going to prove that true. Now, here's what I want you guys to discuss. Our defensive line, Weasel, use that sports trivia brain of yours. Have yeah. we ever seen it where we have four defensive linemen that have 10 sacks or more? Well, no, we know, the, we know the answer is no. Doesn't mean they're better than Reggie, Jerome, and Clyde because they're not. I don't um, think so. No, 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 they're, they're not. But I'll tell you what. I have really come around on this D-line and, and, and this what I'll call front because you got to include Redick. As recently as 
four weeks ago, I, I felt that their sack totals were inflated by the Carson game when they got nine. And I just didn't feel great about the pressure they were getting, even though they were, I think at the time, third or fourth in the league in sacks when I said that. They have really opened my eyes up. Literally, since you said it, it's, I like, know. it's like with the Phillies, when you keep being like, ah, this is killing me. They've and then taken they... off. No, they, Chris, they've taken off. Chris, Lisa, give... whenever you show your wisdom, I love how the world shows you wrong. So keep doing it. Keep it's the first time stuck. in the history of the Eagles they've had three straight games with six sacks or more. That's amazing. And that's yeah. since you it, said it. Chris, give me a big answer <laughs> here, man. Uh, small role before I'm going to give fame. you one, but I also want to take a shot to all those people that call, oh, we need to blitz more. We need to blitz more. Yeah. That's not how the game's played anymore, guys. Um I got a big answer for you. John, I, I, before I say that, I want a second. I think James, again, had a great answer. Santa Claus is coming to town, gives you a great opportunity to jam out and get a little crazy on the acoustics. So hmm. um, okay. I, I'm up for Santa Claus coming to town. Uh, big answer for me, I'm going to go to your wheelhouse, Muppet Weasel. Hmm. Let's go back to a little bit of family ties and one Tom Hanks. Yeah, yes. yeah, Tom That's Hanks. Well, it's funny because when I think of early Tom Hanks, I think of um, – Like Bosom Buddies? No, no, early. Tom, Happy Days. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he? I don't know. You would know better than I would. It sounds yeah, familiar. Was, I feel like I've seen days. that before. Yeah, yeah. He was, and I think he might have been a bad guy. Was he like a karate guy that was trying to yeah. chop down the Fonz? Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Matt right now. Matt, you really calling from the state of Utah? Uh, uh, um, yes, I am, Joe. How are wow. you doing there? Hello, sir. Yes, I'm originally from the Delco area. I grew up there. I've been lived in the area about nine years. But, I hear uh, I hear we're big in Utah. I think we got good ratings in Utah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, just um, happy holidays to you guys, and, and congrats on the morning show gig. Um, I think you'll do great with um, Rhea and Devin. Yeah, we're looking uh, we're looking forward you, to it. Rhea, Rhea, by the way, will join us in about a half hour today, and we're looking forward to it. And thank you, Matt, and happy holidays to you as well. Thank you. I. Uh, I would rest Jalen Hurts, um, just get him healthy. Uh, I think that is the most important thing at this point. And I also would uh, put the starters in against Dallas because there's no sure thing in, in the NFL. We see it every week. Uh, and you don't don't want to not start the starters and lose and then have to beat New Orleans because New Orleans is, uh, has a shot to make the playoffs as well, and they want to win. So, yeah, I just wouldn't. Uh, so you don't you don't want to play rent. you don't want to play with fire. You don't want to chance it. Three games becomes two, two becomes one, and the next thing you know, you're scrambling around just to try to get the one seed. Uh, yes, that's exactly right. Uh, just go out there this week, take care of business, and after the Hurts thing, I'm just focused more on Dallas, and I'm sure the team is too. You just got to take take one week at a time. Yep, and I. Uh, um, I think John had a good point with uh, the way the quarterbacks are with uh, how Hurts' play is revitalizing the quarterback position, but it's a tough decision uh, to run your quarterback 17 times a game. So, well, that's a lot. Uh, it's an awful lot. All right, Matt, give me yeah. a small role before big fame. Um, it's a less known. Uh, it's uh, on night shift, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. On, oh, and my, yep, yep. I, that's funny. I thought he said night court. Yeah, Michael Keaton. In a night shift. Coming up in a few minutes here, John takes us inside the game, some X's and O's. Let's go to Tom in Abington. Hi, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing tonight? Great, Tom. All right. Did you guys happen to catch Jalen? I can't run a route Rager on Saturday. 
Yeah, it wasn't um, his finest performance. Then, then again, <laughs> it might have been. Then again, that's. <laughs> I was going to make a similar crack, James. But you beat me to it, so there you go. Exactly. Ah, uh, quick-witted James. He's on it. He's on uh, it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't understand all the chatter about resting players because we haven't locked anything up yet. So I don't. Well, let I me. Mean it. Well, okay. Let me ask you this question, Tom. I'm just going to play a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's say there were four games left instead of three, mm-hmm. and the Eagles' magic number was one, mm-hmm. and you played the Saints in the third to last game. Would you rest them against Dallas? Uh no. Okay. I don't. I don't rest anybody until I have it locked up. So I mean, the, the, see, here's where it's here's what it's predicated on: the concept of considering resting players or actually resting them in this week is predicated on such a strong belief that even if the Eagles lose this game, they will still be the one seed. Yeah, but we've seen too many things go awry in this league. This would be a pretty. This would be pretty extreme. It's not just it, everyone's it, saying the Eagles just need to win one. The Eagles need to win one, or Dallas and Minnesota need to lose one each. Right. Like it's not just the like Dallas and Minnesota would have to sweep the rest of their games, and the Eagles have to lose the rest of their games. Is the right. one of those and, and, and the chances of that happening are are you know less than one percent. I'm sure. Well, they're like However, literally about one percent, like actually one percent. Right. So that tells me. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, I am, but I'm also saying use your head. I yeah, I know I am, but I'm still playing everybody. I just thought you, you got to lock this up. Now, did you guys notice um, on the first series of downs, Jalen had uh, a face mask on, like uh, you know, for the cold, like a cloth head cover, and no. then after that drive, he took it off. So I. No. I don't know if, like, the cold was playing in his head, and then finally he was just like, all right, I'm just going to put this aside and play my game. You guys didn't notice no, that, No, huh? I did not. Nope. Those things hmm. get pretty hot. He probably warmed up and felt like he didn't need it any longer. All right, Tom, give me a big answer. Small role before big fame. All right, I will take you back to True Romance and the stoner on the couch, one Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, how about that? Lloyd in True Romance. So is that before or after I Feldman? I think it's after. after. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I'll double check. I'm like 99. Yeah, it's after. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the better answer for Brad Pitt would be Feldman Louise, but I guess this one's fine, too, because he hasn't gone superstardom yet. Yeah, and it's a small role. He's in, like, three scenes. Okay, yeah. All right. reasonable answer then. Anthony in South Philadelphia. Hi, Anthony. Hi, buddy. How are you, Joe? Hi, John. Hey, Anthony. Uh, first, I want to tell you guys a uh, happy holidays to you and your families. Thank you. Happy um, holidays. To you as well, my man. Thank you. Thank you, pal. Listen, uh, before you guys uh, jump over what I'm going to say, and John, you're probably going to have an aneurysm, uh, let me get through this, Joe, and then just tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Eagles don't switch to a more conventional running attack, they're going to be looking for another quarterback in two years. Uh, last year, Hurts needed surgery to repair his ankle in the offseason, and now he's injured his strong shoulder. He can't keep taking this kind of punishment. If you go back and look at how Doug ran RPOs with Foles in 2017, that might be the way to lessen the hits Hurts has taken and still retain some of our offensive creativity. If you remember, because of Nick's limited mobility, Doug had Nick read the defensive end and then either hand it off to the running back or step back and throw a quick slant or option route to one of our receivers. The offensive scheme we're running now is great, but it's just not sustainable for a quarterback. If we switch to the Foles type of RPO, Hurts' exposure to injury would only be on passing plays when he breaks the pocket. So Anthony, I gotta, let me jump in and, and say uh, something. i got to ask you a question because I'm fascinated yeah. here. I think, and you have a lot of interesting points, 
I think you are reading off of a script. Am I right or am I wrong? Was this? Was I, wrote, this... I wrote it down because yeah. I want to make my point. Yeah, no, I get it. I respect it. You, John, he came prepared, man. Very prepared. <laughs> that was good work. Conscientious. Well, Anthony, Anthony. listen, I, I, too, have wondered and worried about it. We all have. I think we look south, you know, uh, to Baltimore, and, and we see Lamar banged up again. Right. And, and by again, I mean it's happened before, and it's – literally two years in a row, and it could cost them a playoff spot and all that. So, look, here's the here's the thing. This could be the reason why this type of quarterbacking and this type of offense does not it could supplant be. the pocket quarterback in the NFL. Right. This, it could be. And it also, it also could be the reason why this type of quarterback that runs with this frequency doesn't get paid as much as the go. traditional standard drop-back quarterback. Joe, let me say, let me make, make two other things I want to say yep. before you guys, you know, cut me off. Uh, as far as it hurts being a strong kid and being able to hold up against this kind of punishment, let me give you a couple examples. Yep. All right, Cam Newton was 6'5", 245. He had con- multiple concussions, a rebuilt shoulder with surgery, broken ribs, two rebuilt ankles. Yeah. I mean, he broke, he broke down quick. Yeah. So here's the deal. Let me just say this. Cam had a. Good, I won't say truly great, but he had a really good six or seven year run, and then he just completely hit a brick wall. Right. Look, we talk all the time. Why? Here's why running backs aren't valued in this right. way. Other positions right. are. What you're right. doing is you're asking your quarterback to be your best running back, yep. and this right. is a side effect. Possibly. Anthony, but these quarterbacks do have the. It is available to them, like Jalen to throw the ball away, to protect themselves in ways that running backs are not capable of doing. Right. That's true. All right, Anthony, give me a great answer here. Small role before big fame. Sure. There's a TV series called Alias with starring Jennifer Garner years ago. And Bradley Cooper played a supporting role as an investigative reporter on it. Wow. Good answer. I didn't know that. So that's good. Look, I think this – this you're right, John. The the running back thing is an interesting – Example of, you know, I mean, because they do hit a, a wall and they, they break down fast. Yeah. You know, another example in sports, and it's a different position and it's a different sport, but to me, this is part of why Allen Iverson hit a wall five years before Ray Allen hit a wall. I mean, what's Ray Allen doing? He's standing out the three point line, shooting th- three pointers. AI is going in like uh, the most fearless guy in the world amongst the trees. He's getting banged around every which way, and his body broke down early. Now, did AI take care of his body as much as Ray Allen? Probably not, you know. But but how you play does, to a large extent, dictate how long you'll be able to play. And I the do... reason the career of running backs are shorter Correct. than yeah, exactly. It almost be like James if John hadn't made that point three minutes ago. Are you on the phone? I was on the phone. <laughs> yeah, but I was see, talking here... to Bobby. No, but my James, bad. here's the deal, man. It, it shows that you're both brilliant. See, I tur- <laughs> I turned this criticism into a compliment because I don't want my sister telling me I'm making fun of Seltzer. Thank I'm you. Making yeah, fun yeah. of him. You got a lot going on back yeah. there. We respect it, James. You know that. I'm just saying. I'm done. All right, yeah. Let's go inside the game as John. Tuesdays at this time, a little look back to the last game is something up ahead of what it means. Inside the game, the X's and O's with Mr. Rich. Inside the game, sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS, PDQPOS.com. Let's talk about the details of how Jalen found pay dirt three very different ways on three very different run plays on Sunday. 
We saw Jalen win again with the quarterback draw from 22 yards out when the Bears' rookie safety hit the wrong gap on his blitz. When you're able to break through that front line against a, a blitz look that's cover zero, meaning no safety back in the middle, there's no safety net, and we saw, and we saw what happens. The Bears planned to fill the, to fill every gap with that zero blitz, but the Brisker kid from Penn State, rookie, couldn't tell which side of the offense was the strength of the formation. That's a bad mistake because we lined up in trips to our right with a single receiver to the left. Three receivers to one side dictates that's the strength of the formation. His job is to hit the weak side A-gap opposite the nose tackle, and Brisker ended up running right over his own guy, the nose tackle. Strong side created a pileup where neither player could react to the now-voided weak side A-gap, which Jalen immediately punctured. The result made it 10-6 to at the half. We saw Jalen win again with the push-the-butt sneaks for mm-hmm. touchdowns. Yep. No one stopping those, but we changed it up anyway. I loved the Jalen run play for the two-point conversion because we first put ourselves in better position to score, move closer to the goal line by first drawing the Bears offsides with some sleight-of-hand misdirection type stuff where we were shifting everybody around prior to the snap. Then we hard-counted for that gimme penalty. The Bears' heads, they were just spinning. They were distracted by the new look. Then they lost discipline on the snap count. We outsmarted them, and that happens a lot with this coaching staff. Now the bear, now that the Bears, they started overplaying the push-the-butt plays. So Steichen and Sirianni broke out the 6-0 lineman look. I don't know if you noticed this. 6-0 lineman out there with Cam Jurgens lined up at center over the ball. The Bears didn't know how to line up to that. No one knows how to line up to that. And then we shifted the entire offensive line over one gap. So Kelsey moved over the ball. And that created indecision for the Bears front again. And they just locked into cramming the A-gaps. So Jalen was able to quickly and easily outflank the cluster in the middle over our double centers by stepping off the left edge. I used to hate it when the defensive lineman would stem or, or shift, move before the snap, because it could change everyone's blocking assignments. I've never seen the entire offensive line yeah, that was cool. stem before the snap. <laughs> that was cool. Where you've technically got two different players in Kelsey and Jurgens who could ultimately turn into the ball snapper. Yeah. That's just awesome. And it's a really cool job of creating that momentary indecision in the defensive front. Plus, our coaches gave the Dallas Cowboys more crazy looks to have to spend time on. That's in addition to trying to prepare for whatever they imagine our offense might look like with Gardner Minshew under center. Lots of late nights all week for this Dallas coaching staff. Love it. Inside the game, John, as he does every Tuesday, look back every Friday, look ahead. Let's go to the phones and talk to Dan right now in Philadelphia. Hi, Dan. What's up, boys? How are we today? Great, Dan. Let's be honest. Jalen Hurts is more probably sore than hurt. And I think it's, this is the best game for him to rest. Technically, uh, mathematically, future-wise, the only game we actually need to win, as much as we would like to beat the Cowboys, is the Saints. Saints game is more important. There's no question the Saints game is Absolutely. more important for the Eagles franchise. And you're less likely to face them in the playoffs. Right. Oh, so for sure. I, I think this game would have been vanilla either way. Um just because you're prob- you probably are likely to face the Cowboys in the playoffs. So I think 
without looking disrespectful to anybody else, whether you're looking ahead or, you know, just don't give off that whole uh, aura of being cocky. This is probably just a perfect excuse to say he sprained his shoulder and he's going to say No, out. no, no. That, that, that part I disagree with, Dan. You, you, listen, Why? no, no. Well, you referred to it as an excuse, as if he didn't actually sprain no, his no, shoulder. No, 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 not an excuse. As like it's something that you can use without. Well, I mean, he's but, sore, but Dan, obviously. hold on. No, but you, you, I think you're underselling the injury when you say he's sore. He's injured. He suffered an injury. It's okay. It's it's just, I mean, dude, a 300 pound guy fell on the one shoulder that crams into the other shoulder. Like he's injured. Not Yo, to, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Win, if we had to win two out of the next three games, would Jalen Hurts be playing this week? I don't know. I think so. I I don't I I don't know the answer to that. I'm not. That's a John, tough one. What do you think? I, I think he I think he would be playing. I think Jalen. I think this is a good reason to sit him and rest him. I I agree with that. I think Jalen could physically play if this were a must-win game, and that. But this is not. Yeah. Correct. Well, so, Dan, so it's a it's, it's a good reason to rest him. I mean, I, I'm not saying as like he didn't get hurt. I'm just saying I think he could play. But this is a better reason to say, "Oh, we're just going to sit." So our you, you well, hold on. You're going to you're going to sit the rest of the starters. I'm just curious. No, no, you're not. I mean, because then that looks that looks even more obvious. Well, you're allowed to. I mean, if you want to sit the starters, you can. Of course, you are. Yeah. But, you know, I, All right, Dan. I, give I, me a great answer. A small role before big fame. Jack Nicholson was in two episodes of the Andy Griffith Show. Wow, I would not have known that. You know, John, we're gonna I have to no idea. we're gonna have to come up with what our criteria is here. Is it that's a, a role we know about or a role we don't know about. Yeah. James, what's your gut feeling on that? Because I think it's a role we do know about. I think it's most notable small role before becoming famous. I agree. So Jack Nicholson's would not be a winning answer. Correct. That would nobody be, knows that. That would be my thought, at least. That's how I was coming Like from. Nick Nolte, when he was in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Uh, no, not Nick Nolte. Nick Nicholas Cage, when he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and it's... Like the mall scene. Like that would be, like it might not be a winning answer, but that would. Absolutely. Most yeah. people that have seen that movie would remember Nicolas Cage. It's like if you're, yeah, you're watching, we all watch that movie and you watch, you're like, oh, look, that's Nick Cage. Right. No, how about that? And then Jay Leno, when he had an appearance on Good Times back in the 70s, would not be a winning answer. I didn't even know that. Because less than 1% of go. people would know that. So that would, okay, I'm just trying to understand kind of how, how we're how we're voting today. All right, Joe Cameron, John Was he Richard. good on Good Times? Was he, like, telling jokes and stuff? So here's my recollection. I think it is an episode. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Well, well, have I seen I'm what? I'm just doing the Jay Leno. Oh, have oh, you heard oh, about yeah. this? Have you seen about this? So I think it's an episode where JJ's afraid that he's got an STD, and he's got to go down to a clinic. And, of course, they're trying to he make it. he runs into Jay Leno. Yeah, well, they're trying to make it funny because it's a comedy. So you, you can't be, like, uber-serious drama thing. And I believe, if I remember right, Jay Leno is one of the other people down there that needs to get tested. Huh. So then you have some comedic elements while two guys are waiting to get tested for an STD. All right. So, you know, make of it what you no will. Idea. Make of it what you will. <laughs> Coming up, we'll get into the um, MVP odds because obviously Jalen's chances for the MVP, much like Carson's five years ago, take a hit with the injury. What the odds are now after what they were before the injury, we'll tell you next. Show to Cameron John Rich on WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.